Welcome to Leveling Up the Podcast with Alethea Tucker. I'm so happy that you're listening today. My goal is to bring something new, something promising. I plan to bring conversation, resources, and wisdom around the things that are holding us back from going for our best. We'll talk about everyday life and careers. I'll bring us dialogue designed to dig deep and identify our passions. We'll talk about the limits that you need to let go of and the promise that you need to grab a hold of. I'll interview women who bring valuable insight to the table. We'll have opportunities for Q&A and we'll talk resources to help along the way. There are levels to this and we'll hit them all starting at the ground floor. We all have dreams and now is our time to level up. Ground Floor The smell of the ocean as you walk by it first thing in the morning. You know, just as the sun rises and creates a glaze over the water as the waves ebb and flow. The smell of an infant's neck as you nestle your nose in between the Pillsbury Doughboy layers. It's a mixture of the clean, fresh scent of a new diaper hanging in the air and mixing with that sweet residue of Johnson's baby lotion and it's Oh, so yummy. Walking and approaching a patch of honeysuckle and breathing in the first. Walking and approaching a patch of honeysuckle and breathing in first the mild fragrance that grows and grows, then bursts through as you reach a huge cluster of it. You take in a breath and then breathe out every bit of tension you were feeling. Mm, The smell of mom's house as you walk in after church, knowing that Sunday dinner is waiting. That mix of sweet and gravy and greens all together and smelling oh so fat but so worth it. The means business inky smell being generated by the counting of crisp fresh from the mint $20 bills. 20, 40, 60. And the smell getting gooder and gooder as the amount goes higher and higher. That funnel cake smell. The new car smell. Breathing in the smell of fresh linen. Breathing in the fragrance of newly made lavender candles. Yes, that smell. The rewards of being able to breathe. Inhale and exhale. How beautiful. What a gift. The breath of relief when your baby graduates. The breathy, huge smile you have when you are pronounced man and wife. That anxious, 
hyperventilating breath you have before you give a speech and the huge relieved exhale after it's over. All things we take for granted. I mean, everybody can't do that. They can't smell, can't breathe all of these things. More and more, we're seeing the ability to do something so natural, so common, so necessary, just snatched away. So today, stop. Take the time to smell the coffee, to inhale some honeysuckle. Walk by the ocean, hug a good smelling neck. Go follow your nose to mom's pot. Whatever you do, don't take it for granted. Approach your breath with gratitude. Be thankful for the opportunity, happy for the ability and excited that you are here and able to just breathe. Your affirmation, in the midst of so much that's happening, I am so blessed to be here. I won't take my breath for granted. I will do that I'm purposed and destined to do. I will network and consistently seek tools for greater in both personal life and in my business life. I will live in purpose, intentionally moving pushing and fighting for what's right, what's good, what's best, as long as I have breath. Main Level I'm excited to have Kern Crockett Cherry join me in kicking off the month of June. She is an entrepreneur, speaker, coach, collaborator, and the co-founder of the Success Women's Conference, which featured Dr. Yanla Venzant and Gloria Mayfield Banks last year. She is also the founder of the Power Up Summit. Well over 20 years ago, she has Uh, She and her husband started PRN Home Care, a non-medical company which provides homemaker services, companion sitter services, and nursing aid services. Now, those are some of the major areas we can find Kern in. Of course, there's more that she does in the community and in various venues to empower and equip women to excel. Welcome to Leveling Up, Kern. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. (laughs) I am so happy to have you join us here today. Um, Now, you know, I already said this month we're talking success tools. Mm -hmm. And I want to incorporate a few testimonies of, of women who have experienced in the entrepreneurial world, women who have walked, women who are walking the path and Uh, are full of wisdom that could help my listeners. I want women to see that they can do it, whatever their it is, you know? Right, right. Share some of your story with us and give us some of your expertise and advice. So um, 
Well, I'm actually here uh, from Biloxi, Mississippi. I have been uh, I've been in the act in the healthcare field for actually over thirty plus years, and and so I've, we've owned other businesses uh, and done some other businesses as well. So we've seen the highs and lows, but uh, with our home care business, we've been doing it for twenty three plus years now. Um, I am a, I'm a community activist, so I'm very involved in, in bringing uh, things to, to the community that's needed in our home care business. I actually, uh, because I see, see and, and saw then the need uh, for uh, caregivers to have information at their fingertips, uh, because mm-hmm. often when caregivers are taking care of their loved ones, you know, they have to make the calls to find out, to find different things that they need for their loved one. And the last thing you want to hear is, oh, you know, try somewhere else and nobody actually gives them contact information. So right. uh, from that, I've actually done my caregiver conference, which we average over 600 people. Um, I've also, um, from that, I also have had a um, TV show which I'm literally going to be turning into a podcast. And then uh, in addition to that, uh, we also had a resource guide. And we did all that because, we, you know, again, you got to make things easier for people to get to because I think when you're in a caregiver role, you'll see burnout, uh, you'll feel the loneliness. Many caregivers are just stuck. And so... We wanted to make sure that we're offering everything, not just services uh, where we serve the elderly, disabled, and the veterans, but we wanted to make sure that people who were not choosing our services but still needed help had the opportunity to get some help and to get it easier by having resources at their fingertips. So um, that, and you know, I've been planning events for mm. over over 15 plus years. Um, and so that's, uh, success is just one of the uh, things that I've done, but, you know, from Bless Girls Rock to um, just doing, uh, helping and building women's events and things like that to help and empower and inspire and educate and all that, all that stuff, because I love to connect. I love networking. I love collaborating. And I also love giving back, not just to my community, but just to people in general. Yes, and I definitely saw that. You know, I met you uh, through a networking group that actually we met on Facebook. And I could see there from, you know, you sharing and you reached out to me and mentioned that you thought you had some information and you thought that being on this podcast would be beneficial and you could share some nuggets with us. And I greatly, greatly appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And you're right. You are quite busy. I just kind of hit the top, maybe the top of some of the things that you're doing. I also saw that you have a book coming up uh, and an anthology. Uh, Tell us about that. So, yeah, when you were talking and you were talking about women who are people that are leading and making an impact in the community. So there are 29 of us 
in this book. We're led by uh, Gloria Mayfield Banks, who tells part of hers in in the Ford, Cheryl Wood, uh, Teresa uh, Brown, and many other women. And the reason why I wanted to do that. Uh, that book, not just about women, but it is all women that are featured in this particular one, is because there are so many people doing amazing things around the world, but who knows about it? You know, it's like, well, I, you know, some of them I actually personally knew and I was like, well, I didn't know you did that. You know, one one of the ladies talks about her, um, and I told her, I said, you're one of the people I talk about a lot because first of all, I know you and I didn't know you were doing this. And she has a program called Combat Coolers. And mm. she started it because when we went through Hurricane Katrina, and I know people think they know what happened down here, but nobody really knows what the people that lived through this stuff. Many of us saw people lose their life. And uh, the endurance after that is kind of like what you, what you feel with the pandemic is um, people are, you know, you don't have the things you would normally have, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, and you're just kind of cut off from the rest of the world for a, at least a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And so it's really fearful. But one of the things she brought, uh, brought from that or learned from this and brought to the people was that we don't have cold drinks and stuff after a disaster, right? You right, just, you right. have nothing, you know, you lucky to get a bottle of water. So exactly. um, she decided, she said, I decided like a year or so after there was another disaster in Louisiana. She drove over with a, a, a cooler, a beer mm. and took it to, Uh, She just took it to a group over there Mm -hmm. and, you know, and they were like, so thankful. Right. And so, so the next year she thought, well, I could do more. I'll take, you know, cause there's always a hurricane or something down here somewhere. But she drove to Florida next time and she brought more, like she had 10 or something like that. Maybe. And then she went from that to, you know, people started asking her, how can we participate in this? We want to participate in this. You know, they saw the advantage because they're like, I, you never think about it because you're going through it. But after you go through it and somebody shows you, hey, this is what you were missing. Then you're like, okay, you know what? I want to do that too. So she added drinks, you know, because everybody don't drink beer. Uh, Drinks. Then she added a little kid pack, backpack of stuff for the kids. And so she realized I could help lots of people and I can let other people join on and they can enjoy, you know, the giving back as well. So she was up to like over a thousand coolers and she had people that were just sending her coolers and inside the cooler. The coolest thing about it is that she has some volunteers and and they'll write little notes and they'll seal it up in a plastic and put it at the bottom. So when they get to the bottom of where they've drunk all the cool cool drinks, there's a little note to, you know, just kind of encourage them through what they've gone through. So I just thought that was amazing. I'm like, and I know you, and I don't obviously know that about you. So that being said, 
uh, I, I, like I told her, I said, these are the kind of stories, you know, and then talking about, you know, some of my people talk about where they were, what they've gone through. And then, then they talk about the success of where they're at now and what they're doing now. And they may not consider it a big deal, but it's a big deal. I mean, I have a few attorneys on here that their life was full of, you know, child abuse, molestation, mm-hmm. of domestic violence. And, and, and one talks about she was 14 when she had her first child. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I was a teen pregnancy, but I didn't know that's true teen pregnancy. Right, right. About that. And then, but she's now an attorney. She's a community activist. She's a, uh, she has a doctor's behind her name and she's a pastor wife. And mm-hmm. I'm like, first of all, how you doing all that? That's what I want to know. But anyway, that <laughs> being said, who knows all of this? You're doing so many great things. Let's share that with the world. Let's share that. The one thing about a book, you got to understand your job, and it's even biblical, your job in life is to share those stories that are sitting inside of you. You're, you're, you're not, if you're not sharing it with anybody, you hear speakers say it all the time. You know, your story is not your story. It's somebody else's story. It's meant for somebody else. It's meant to help somebody else. So share your story so other people who are meant to hear it can hear it and benefit from it. So, yeah, so I have a, you know, there's 29 of us. And yes, we're doing some amazing things. Yes, some of them have gone through some tragic things, but they come through the fire. And I want people to know these are trailblazers. They're passionate about what they're doing. And they're there, but I, but they uh, don't realize that your their story is meant for other people, and I want to create that platform for them to share with others. Oh, that is awesome! And this book sounds like it is just going to break barriers and encourage so many people. I I also believe in the importance of sharing your story. It is huge. When I wrote my book, that was the sole purpose. So that was a huge part of why I wrote it, because I knew that even the everyday things that I experienced in life could benefit someone. And I wanted to be sure that I was sharing, you know, what I was able to do, what I have done and what I've seen, because you just never know who it may influence and who it may help. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. So definitely before the end of the podcast, you'll have to tell us when the book's coming out and, and how we can get it. Sounds like it's it's going to be a game changer for a number of people. Yeah, now, let me ask you something else. I know that um, you have put together conferences, huge conferences, large conferences with some pretty well-known people I'll mention as well. Can you tell me what it's like? What are some of the tools? What's the skill set that you can tell us about? What's needed to be able to be organized to do this kind of thing? What are some of the habits that we need to put in place? Because, you know, we juggle lots of things. And I can think of not one better example of juggling a lot than doing a conference or a huge gathering of some kind. 
So we need to do it and we want to be effective in our jobs and in what we do. Give us some insight on what it is that you recommend we do. Is there a certain tool that we use or what mindset should we have? I know I just threw out a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, I actually teach on that. I actually, um, many, since I've been doing this for so long, I've um, had many people that I've had to either mentor or coach through uh-huh. a program, um, creating a successful event. So the key word is you want to be profitable. So I actually teach how to, how to create a profitable event. And so some of the things that I go over it, number one, you need to make a plan. So mm-hmm. a lot of us, we just have to, you know, face the music. We don't, we do not really make a plan when it comes to, putting together an event. And so now I do have to say right now during during the COVID time, you, there are a lot of obstacles that have been thrown at people in order to be able to do it successfully. But if you do follow these five things, creating a plan, two, you need to build a team. And I say the right team. And number three, you need to, um, what is it? Number three, you want to uh, select, you want to create multiple streams of revenue. So multiple streams of event com- income revenue. And then number four, you want to select the right speakers. And number five, you want to promote the event. So that being said, I typically tell people, start with creating. So when you're creating an event, you want to make sure that you you look at the dates, you look at the uh, location, look at the age group, you know, uh, sit down. And this particular section, I really tell people, you got to focus right here because this is really what's going to drive your decisions in the first place. Sometimes you might want to collaborate. Once you finish, you might say, oh, I might want to do this with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. But if you Mm -hmm. sit down and write your plan, you know, like I said, create a date, look at your dates. And when you look at your dates, you want to look at what's going on around those dates and what can, what can help you prepare to get the right date? Well, you can go to the, you can look at um, some of the other women's groups. You can look at that. What's going on in your area. You, you can look at the tourism sites and stuff like that in your area, because it's the reason why that's important is going to affect whether you can bring people into your event because my always tell people you don't want to just have a big party. This is what a lot where a lot of people go wrong. They wind up having a big party and it's not profitable. So at the end of the day, it was successful visually and everybody left with something in their hand, but you left feeling drained and not successful. You know, and so it creates a little negative energy. And then you go back for the year two and three and all that, and you're still getting the same results. But that's because, number one, you're not starting out with the right plan in the first place. And I, I tell people, you know, I used to jump in and do all my stuff and jump in feet first, think about it later and craft it all during the time. But, you know, I don't really do that anymore because I know that I want to make sure that everything is profitable, you know? Right. 
I'm really good at going through the event and cutting where I know I, I can save and get my stuff beyond the be out of the red and into the black. But that's because I've been doing this for 15 years. You don't need to go through that. People like me have already gone through it, so you don't have to go through it. So the other thing I want to I want to touch a little bit on the other ones real quick. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why you want to um, you want to look at selecting the right team and and picking people that's gonna make an impact because again, when you pick the right people that don't mind saying uh, hearing a no before they get to a yes, they're gonna help you get to the money. Right. Mm -hmm. And then and then in the in the speaker process, you're going to want to make sure that you pick some good keynotes that have butts behind them. Mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes we go for the uh, glam when we need to be looking at, well, who do they really know? Right. Who right. is really following them? So and you look at that because to me, once you get past the keynote. Uh, and to the regular speakers, those are your ambassadors. And mm -hmm. so they ain't got butts behind them, you you know. <laughs> but anyway, going on to the next, which is promoting, which is promoting your event. You know, you can't just post a flyer and hope to get results. And so these are the things that I go over because there is strategy behind that. And you can be successful like anybody else. But you have to have a plan. You have to have a good team. You have to get the right speakers on you. Can't just bring all your friends in and say, I'm having an event and they're speaking. You know, you have to have you have to have a good promotion strategy. You have to have the money. So I go over all that stuff because I've already been there over and over and over. And trust me, the virtuals are the same right now you're seeing virtuals that are free but mm -hmm. trust me it's slowly turning to where people know you can't do everything free because free okay. ain't really free right right, right. <laughs> and that's why they call me the butts in the seats queen because <laughs> i focus on getting those people there but i also want to focus on that money so right. uh, <laughs> so anyway so those are just some of the things i tell people you know, you've got to go over these key things. You And sometimes, uh, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear, but sometimes you just need to hire a coach, you know, and that can just, you know, at least get you outlined and running in the right direction. Somebody you can call on so that you can, you know, move that needle. Because I can tell you based off, uh, when I'm telling people I'm having a small event, like my Power Up Summit, you know, I'm having that because here's the reality. I tell people all the time, you need to walk in faith and not talk faith, right? And yeah. so uh, there's been a lot of challenges because of COVID just to get it going, just, mm -hmm. just to get it in motion, right? And right. so the other thing that I'm looking at, if all this stuff, you know, if this season comes back around in November, we may not have events for another year. Yes. And that being, exactly. And that being said, we need something to at least allow people to get that connection, that real connection, that actual real warm connection. It's not a touch, 
connection because you still got to respect social distancing. But it's, it's, you know, meeting in person is always powerful. So, um, so for me, the Power Up Summit is exactly what it says it is. It's come, it's to come and charge up, supercharge your career, supercharge your speaking business, your coaching business. Uh, and, and especially right now for the people that are in the corporate world who are assuming these jobs are going to be there when they go back. And trust me, I'm starting to get regular calls that people are not going back, you know? And so therefore I want to make sure that you have some options to create another stream of revenue or at least get powered up in that direction. So you start working on it while you have some time now. That's great. Oh my goodness. That is, it is so awesome that you have really just dedicated everything you do to giving back. You know, you've got the experience and I mean, what you just said is a perfect example. You want to make sure that everyone has multiple streams of income because things may not go as planned. So you have to have a backup plan. I heard you when you were saying, you know, if you're going to be successful with getting these events off the ground, you have to have a plan and the team and the speakers. And it's great that you're even offering that um, as a class, as something that you're teaching. Mm -hmm. That's correct. That's wonderful. We'll be sure that people can connect if they want, you know, instruction in that for sure. Right. Now, I have another question for you, and based on everything I've read, I know that it's important to you, and that is networking. Um, You stress that heavily in articles you've written, um, in various forums where you have spoken. Tell us how we network, and tell us, you know, why you think it's probably one of the most important things you can do to get to greater, as I'm saying. So networking is just like when you hear people say location, 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 Uh networking, networking, networking is just as essential to your, not just to your business, but to your personal life. So Mm. think about this. Many people right now are are probably thinking, like I just said earlier, Mm everything is going to go back to normal, right? Mm -hmm. And normal to them is that same job I had, that same pay, and all the other things that you've had before. If you're focused on uh, making sure that you always have your your income or whatever income you expect, you need to be connected to other people. You have to have... I always look at networking is essential and must be part of your plan as a person Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. must learn to connect networking is not just about i'm gonna go in i'm gonna get my business card i'm gonna let people know i'm here and i i went in the room i'm talking in the room and that's it networking is about relationships so when you build those relationships and you need something you don't have to Go and hope that that person will help you. You know that person will help you because if they can't help you, they'll connect to you somebody else. Because we always say 
one person represents seven person and if you keep multiplying it your your chains of connection is in the hundreds of thousands or whatever some people millions but you have to see networking as a critical part of existing you know you have to see it as ability to build your personal brand you have to see it as ability to connect and build those relationships and turn some into collaboration making sure that personally is equally yoked as the bible says to you you know because in any time whether it's covid or not you may have to call on somebody for something and if you don't have that ability to do that you just may be without and it could be without your job without your home whatever it is mm-hmm. you think about how you network on a regular basis even when you go to the bank you're networking when you're talking to that person and you're trying to build that relationship, you're networking. When you go inside, I, one of my favorite places, Office Depot, you know, I go in there and actually that's how we got Dr. Yana Van Zandt because I was in Office Depot and one a person I hadn't seen in a while, her daughter just so happened to know Dr. Yana Van Zandt. And so where we were, you know, uh, swimming around trying to, so to speak, to to make sure that we can connect and get this woman, her daughter just made one phone call. Wow. And that person called the person that we had been talking to who really didn't have us connected and said, <laughs> book her. <laughs> I was oh, like, my oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that was just God working all in his life. And that is, that's all about relationships. I mean, she needed an Office Depot card. I was like, here, use mine. You know, (laughs) and then we started talking. So networking can open doors that you didn't even know were there to open, you know. And it's, and you know, I always tell people, look, when you go into uh, a, uh, a networking uh, situation. Look at it to it. Look at it as long term, so that you can take it somewhere else. So always give first. Be the person to give first. Refer first. You know, send them a link. Uh, connect them to somebody first. Mm-hmm. Give first. Always be the giver, not always looking to receive. Don't go in trying to sell and pitch yourself as soon as you get the opportunity. That's the mistake. And so I always look at it as this could be a collaboration down the road. Let me not, you know, let me look at it as a different, you know, possibility that we could be doing something. That's how Success Women's Conference got born from a relationship that turned into a collaboration. Wow. Wow. And you're right. You know, I do uh, coaching, uh, career coaching, and the number one way for people to find out about positions is through networking, is through who they know. Yeah. You know, it is the best place to start. It's the best place to end. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. You have given us a wealth of information today. I cannot thank you enough for coming on and, and just sharing, you know, your story, telling us what you've done, uh, what's been successful, what hasn't, 
and what we can do um, to level up, you know, to get better at what we need to do and to pursue the things that we want to pursue. Now, is there anything you have coming up that you want to tell us about? Um, I know we've talked about your book and your conferences and your teaching. Is there anything specific that you have coming up in the next couple of months or so? So definitely want to remind people for the book, you can, uh, I'll give my contacts and stuff for that. Uh, you can do current at current at PR and home care or find me on any platform, current Crockett Cherry or current Cherry or PR and home care. One of my favorites is LinkedIn. If you're thinking about networking, I am telling you that is the platform that yeah. you should be on. If you're thinking you may have to look for a job, that is the platform that you need to be active on. I have over 22,000 contacts there. Wow. And trust me, well, I'm always getting people asking, let's connect, let's talk. And I've gotten many referrals, business sponsors, all that from that site. So keep that in mind. LinkedIn is really uh, an important site and very underutilized. Uh, um, so anyway, so and again, you can find me on any platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, uh, and so on. So that being said, uh, Power Up Summit is coming at the end of, closer to the end of July, July the 24th through the 26th. That's the actual live in-person event. Mm -hmm. And uh, so just check out the Power Up Summit dot com website we'll be updating that uh by next week and you'll have more information there prior to that we have power up pre-virtual conference where we will have lots of wonderful speakers sharing about uh leveling level up your visibility and profitability we'll have people level up your visibility visibility and profitability and we'll have people like Cheryl Wood, Nicole Roberts-Jones, Pam Perry, Jay Brown, all those kind of people, Precious Williams, people like that will be on there sharing tips on different things from networking, connecting, uh, collaborating, uh, PR, pub, uh, publicity, those type of things, building your tribe, because this is going to help you to level up your personal brand, you need to do that in the time we're in. And from now on, you are a walking personal brand. Utilize it. Success Women's Conference is successconference.info. Successconference.info. We are going virtual because we are always over a thousand people and there's just no way to downsize that. So we're going virtual this year. We're taking speaker applications uh, uh, right now. So if you're looking, put it in. And as, as far as power up, um, closing out those applications. But, you know, I'll look at some other people if they're really interested in speaking. But um, those are the major things that I have coming up. And I just want to tell people, you know, um, if in this time, it's a God-given time to create. You need to turn COVID on his head and turn it to your advantage. If you knock on a door and the opportunity is in there, try another door. If that doesn't work, go around the back 
or kick it in and better yet just create your own create your own opportunities it is now you're never going to get as much time as you're getting in 2020 to start creating your own other stream of revenue creating a stream of income creating your own business whatever it is do it now because this is your time to shine success must be taken awesome oh such sage advice that that is great and that sums it all up right there that sums it up and you're right what better time to try to make inroads and to get something accomplished Thank you so much again, Kern. I greatly appreciate you being with us on Leveling Up. And we know how to reach you and get in touch regarding all these wonderful things you have coming up. And until next time, we want to tell everybody, have a wonderful day, evening, afternoon, wherever you are. And remember that it's never, ever, ever too late to level up. All right, take care. The Loft. In the Loft today, I have a few resources that I'd like to recommend. One is a book entitled Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. The book focuses on identifying the negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Of course, it focuses on identifying them, understanding why they may be there, and definitely it helps to move you towards getting rid of those thoughts, those thoughts that are really toxic for you. Another book entitled Never Eat Alone and Other Secrets to Success, One Relationship at a Time. This book is by Keith Ferrazzi, and it is an awesome networking book. It stresses the need to network via relationship, as any networking connection would be. You want to talk to people who you've helped, people who have helped you, people that you've met in circles. This book really helps you to Think outside of the box and think of the various avenues you can pursue to develop the relationships that you need to be successful. Finally, I recommend highly your basic subscription, your basic account with LinkedIn. LinkedIn is an awesome social media tool for networking in business. The various groups that you can join, groups that you join um, that relate to interests that you may have, personal interests, business interests, a field that you want to go into. Nine out of 10, there's a group in LinkedIn that can help to get you the resources that you need, the information that you need, and then of course the connections that you need. And that's it. Okay, we've reached the end of the episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. As you catch the elevator down, if you feel so inclined, rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, every day is a new opportunity, and it's never too late to level up.